Okay, hey, hey, happy, happy Wednesday. It is Over the Hump Day, and my name is Tamara Brown. I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Blah Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, Turning Your Mess into a Masterpiece. So that I was I was listening to Jennifer Lewis, and I just love her, right? If you don't know who she is, think about what's love got to do with it. Think, I mean, she is just iconic. She is a legend, but she's like real, right? And so this week has been uh, where I needed to do some self-assessment. So like I had to ask myself some questions. Are you going to live where you are waiting for folks to catch up to you, right? Because I was living in regret, right? I had some major, major regret. And some of it was bad things that I did. And I'm not talking about major bad stuff, but I did some things. Or were you going to live in the present? Where you're going to go for your future? Where you're going to go? And I'm not talking career-wise. I'm talking about personal fun, right? I've held myself back for a lot of people because I said it wasn't going to work, right? So, or, or, or you can't do this because you got all these babies and you can't do this because this person needs you and you can't do this because that person needs you. Everybody needs you, but you're forgetting how valuable it is to take care of yourself, Right? So I came into these streets, <laughs> hey, realizing that I was living to appease and please everybody else. Waiting for my baby daddy to get it right. That shit never worked, right? Then I started dating Lloyd, and we all know about that. And so I told y'all about the situation. So he had a he was pissed off because I didn't tell a man to stop telling, saying, calling me sweetheart. Like he had asked me to have sex with him or something, right? So. I, it, it, it was the aha moment and it was the moment that I was waiting for because this is the thing that I've asked the higher power in the universe to remove anything or anybody that does not work for Tamara. Doesn't mean that I don't like you. Doesn't mean that I don't love you. But if it's not working for me, let me let me fire you. And lastly, fire me if I am not working for you. Right. But I, I realized she said something that was, you know, like I dealt in for my te- my teens, my tweens. For my tweens, my teens, my 20s, my 30s, and part of my 40s, I have dealt in drama and, and mess. And it wasn't so much my drama. It was trying to clean up everybody else's drama. And then I was somewhere pushed in the back burner. How many of you can relate to that, that you've been pushed to the back burner because you're trying to fix everybody else and you become last on your list? And then after a while, you mad because that person is shining and living. And I'm not talking career-wise. I'm talking personal. I would go and I had people calling me out crying and, and boohooing. And they going on vacation. And they ain't even bite me. <laughs> I open up my house for people to live in. And they, they won't even invite me over for dinner when they get their new apartment. And I had to realize that, number one, be fair to yourself first. Can't nobody take You can't take care of nobody else. If you're miserable and you're not full of joy, there's no way that that's going to work. Like it, it don't go hand in hand. You can't help everybody else and you're in despair and you're broke, lonely, angry and horny. So this was the situation with Lloyd. I was holding on to him because like he had been in, he's in jail. This is year 11, I think year 10, 11. Yeah, 10. And I thought about how I've been holding on, like, I'm going to wait till he's like, hold on, wait till I get out. And so the third eye, Tamara said, what if he gets out 
and I still, I didn't get what I wanted. Doesn't mean that I don't love him, right? Doesn't mean that I don't think that no woman should ride or die. I think you, if it's what works for you, but see, I can't deal with two things, insecurity and stupidity. Like I can't deal with you being insecure in fear of somebody doing something or in fear of me doing something and and my magic one is telling me who and what compliments I can accept. That's that's retarded to me. So if you can't understand that, then you you look better gone. Like I'm just tough. I'm tough in that department because I have been in relationships where it's waiting for folks to get it right, waiting for folks to get get their lives together. And I'm gonna tell you something. You don't wait yourself out till you, till you you dead and staking in the grave, and they living on. They got married to somebody. They didn't live their lives. They didn't travel the world. And I'm telling y'all from experience. If you wait for somebody else to get their shit together, you will be living in regret and in anger and piss. And let me tell you something. Life is real, real short now. Back in the day, it was life is short. Now it's real, real short. So if you're not living your best life, if you're not fulfilling your dreams, if you're not having the good time that you deserve, if you're not taking care of yourself and losing the weight or, or doing whatever it is that you have made goals and you waiting for Joe and your mama, your cousins and them to love you right, take care of you right, give you what you need, fulfill your emotions and help you live your best life, you're going to be mad. Mm-hmm. You're going to be mad. Yes. You're going to be mad. You know, it's something that my son is, and I just, he's hes cooking me food, guys. Isn't he amazing? My son, who's lived his life, majority of his life, being in the hospital. And he is a true inspiration to me because as soon as we would break free from the hospital, um, and it's because he has a rare kidney disease and he's been sick off and off. He's been sick most of his life. My son has never taken the time to dwell on his sickness, but what I can do now. Because he knows that time is not promised. See, he knows what it's like to be held captive and having to deal with medicine and pain. And so he's decided, listen, I'm going to live my best life. And why should I wait until I get better? Some, some of us are waiting until diabetes goes away, wait until our gout stops, our feet stop hurting, we lose 100 pounds. And I'm telling you that if you're not fulfilled while you're weighing 100 pounds, that even if you lost the weight, you will not have a good time. You won't know how to have a good time. And I remember this is something that I learned from a good friend of mine, and she has nine kids. And at the time, I was a new mother. And she had nine kids. She said, You're, the, 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 the problem will always be that you'll wait until your kids move out the house. Your, your whole statement from the time that they're teenagers, from teenagers to adults is, I can't wait till the kids move out so I can have my life. And darn it, had I not been saying the same damn thing. I'm like, soon as, soon as Ruben leaves, soon as Isaiah move out, I'm going to have my life. And I, I thought about it. I'm, I'm waiting. But what if I die tomorrow, then I missed out on opportunities to live my best life. That's where the regret, that's where the resentment comes in. Because we're so busy waiting for somebody to give us the open door policy and say, you're going to win. 
you're going to go ahead and, 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 and just do what you want to do. And you're waiting. You're in. You're stagnant. You're stagnant. And if you're stagnating yourself, pour me some, please. If you're stagnating yourself, that's your fault. So your kids are going to live their lives and have it because they're still young. And it was something that Jennifer Lewis said. She said, I have 30 more. So I'm 61 years old. I got 30 more summers to go. Do you think that I'm a donated to stress, drama, and what people think about me? Like so many people donate their time to living inside of a box so that they can be accepted by a group of people. And I, I had to learn this the hard way that as soon as I became myself, I, I found people loving on me more. Like, I'm not an in-the-box type of person. I do nothing inside the box ever. Like, not even raising my children. I don't even think I did that. I, I think that they have, probably have some of the best stories of discipline, of life lessons. So I don't, I don't want to live inside the box. So that's why I'm telling all of you to think out, outside of the box. Think outside of the box. Think about how you would deal with certain situations because I promise you, I promise you this. Too many of y'all are. I'm sorry, guys. I had to drink something. Too many of y'all are waiting for some sorry mofo to take you out on a date, take yourself out on a date. I made a commitment that I was going to enjoy my summer. That one day I'm going to the canal site, which is here in Buffalo. And even if I don't do author stuff, I'm going to start doing what I want to live. Because here's the thing. You wait for other people to get to get it together. Folks ain't getting it together for you. And when they do get it together, you might not be a part of their plan. So he can, he, she, your mama, your grandmama, your cousins, your aunts and uncles have the option to dump you. They do not have to fulfill your destiny. They do not have to give you the dreams of your life. They, that's, not their, that's not their job. Your job is to fulfill every fantasy and to make sure that whatever is on your bucket list, and I hope you have one, is that you, you are knocking them out one by one. And one of the things that for me is, is that I, I have not been enjoying the labor, the fruits of my labor. I have held myself back because I was a mother. Uh, I am a mother. I held myself back because I was waiting for Lloyd. And I'm not telling you that I'm out dating or anything like that. But it's not promised to me. Because my question was to myself, is he holding out for me? And the answer looked like clearly no. And it's okay. I'm not mad about that. But what I am mad at is myself for waiting. Because we think people are going to change because we're good to them. Shit. Shit. The only way change is going to come is when you make it. I mean, that's an option. People are option, have an option to change for you. And most don't. How many of you guys have been the ride or die chick? You didn't you didn't been up to the prison, you didn't been there with him through the muck and the yuck, y'all done dealt with all his bull and his shit and shenanigans. You didn't been there and he he winds up marrying somebody else. You didn't you didn't been you didn't been there since she was twelve years old. Right there. And at the end he hate you. And he done left you with them babies. And he done left you with drama and problems. 
and telling everybody how you were the worst person on the earth. But he don't, because here's the thing. People will always remember what you did good, won't always remember what you did good for them. They'll only remember your bad shit. Real talk. They don't remember all the times that you stood out in the rain for them. All the times that you did shit for them. All they can remember is how fucked up you was. How you eliminate that. So if that's the if that's the case, then we need not be then I need to make sure that I'm living my life like it's golden. That life and time is too short. And if I'm holding myself back because you my man and I'm not an accepting or a compliment and waiting just for you. And two years from now, you could choose to you could choose to to go and be with Becky with the good hair. That's fine. You could be with Angela and her big butt. You could be with whomever you choose. So I may not be your number one choice. So if I know if I know that this is an option and not a guarantee, like so many of us bank on options versus what is guaranteed. What is guaranteed is I can fulfill myself. What is guaranteed that whatever the higher power and God has for me, he will grant me. But if I'm sitting and stagnant saying, God, fulfill me, like God is supposed to fulfill you. But God, I got to wait for Joe, Smo, my kids to move out, my man to get it together, um, to be a lotto millionaire, to go. No, if you got to lay away a vacation, lay it away. $10 at a time, putting $10 on it, do whatever you got to do, but travel the world, see the things that you deserve to see. And I'm saying this to myself because that's my big, that's my, that's my regret. It's why I can't have a solid and serious relationship with Boyd because there's some, there's some, there's some animosity. I don't want to admit it, but it's real. It's, it's, it's real. And I have to be real that I can't ever take him a hundred percent seriously because, dude, you left me, right? And I'm not saying I'm holding that against him. I'm just saying that sometimes there's some resentment. And so even though I'm trying to be all that you want me to be, when you come with foolery with me, I promise you I'll cut you off for free. I got to love me. Because in those 11 years of waiting for him, and I'm not talking about sex. I would rather wait to give it to somebody who really deserves it. But if I'm waiting for you and I still can't even have permission to give it to you because you married somebody else or you choose somebody else, then I've been lost 11 years of my good good <laughs> and getting a good good penis because I waited for you. Close my door. I'm not Bye! See, guys, I'm always getting interrupted. I'm invited. So... I, I'm saying this to y'all not to be funny and, and not to, but sometimes we wait for people and that leads to re, re, to resentment and rejection. And we wind up feeling like, God, I lost the best part of my years waiting on this fool or waiting on somebody and waiting for my kids to get older. And I, I'm going to share this story and then I'm going to end this. I was at, a, um, years ago, when I first came to Buffalo, I was at, this lady said, I can't wait for you to meet this lady. She has just as many kids as you, and she is an inspiration to us all. And so, when I came in there, every, she was like, this is going to be good. This is going to inspire you, and this is going to, I'm telling you, Tamara, it's not going to look as difficult being a parent now. It's going to just look like it's, she's going to make you see the greatness of being a mom and the rewards. So the woman came up 
and she had a mic and so I looked at her face and I didn't see this happiness and joy that this woman was this counselor was telling me and so the woman came up and she was like they gave her a award and then she started off her speech and when she started off her speech she said you know what this is not even an honor and she said you know what if you have all these kids and you were waiting for them to get out, they won't leave. Somebody will always come back home when you finally got a man after seven years. And y'all just sitting, <laughs> I'm telling you, she said it straight out. Y'all sitting in the room, butt-ass naked. <laughs> butt-ass naked. And then they had a grandbaby ring the bell. Ding dong. Hi, Nana. We homeless. <laughs> And then they come in with their raggedy-ass girlfriend. <laughs> so lady said it, not me. They raggedy-ass girlfriend and her four babies. And they come moving in your house and they eat up all your groceries. <laughs> she said they eat up all your groceries and your man move out because he can't take it no more. <laughs> and you sit there like, damn. I waited until these kids came back to actually have a life. She said, it's not easy. Nothing is promised to you. And if you're waiting for them to be grown, then you're going to miss out on the best parts of your living. Yes, you have to be a mother. Yes, you have to be uh, everything to everybody during the time that they are young. But if you forget to take care of yourself, you'll be sitting in the house like me, miserable as hell, with your old ass, yes, with your old ass kids sitting there sitting there coming back living in your house talk about mom can I borrow ten dollars I ain't got nowhere to live life does not stop for you and it does not start when your kids leave it means that even if it means stealing the energy and time and disappointing some folks we have put ourselves in this position that we are not allowed to disappoint people, but it's okay for other people to disappoint us. It's all right for our children to disappoint us. It's all right for our families to disappoint us. But when we, the first time you disappoint them, girl, let it with the Facebook, social media, Instagram, everything to say, mommy has failed me. Daddy has failed me. Grandma has failed me. But grandma got to have a life too. My grandmother was the prime to say that I was, that I had waited and took care of all my children. And when she met Mr. Johnny, she said to me out loud, Nana get, <laughs> Nana get lonely too. And Nana got to have a man. You got to realize how important it is that you fulfill your happiness. You won't be a good parent. You won't be a good mother. You won't, you, you just won't do anything. You'll be so dysfunctional to your children that you'll be bursting out, cursing them out. You'll be putting them on punishment because you're miserable. Like, I'm miserable. I want all of y'all to be miserable. I'm speaking from experience. It's because of you that I'm not happy. Well, when it really isn't their fault. You made a choice. And, I, you know, I, I hate it when my son said, he'd be like, Ma, you made the choice, not me. But, you know, the more and more that I look at it, he's 100% right because I can still be his mother and caregiver and take care of me, too. As a matter of fact, I'll be a better caregiver. You'll be a better caregiver. you got to take out that time. you got to live your best life. 
And it's okay to tell people, no, that ain't happening today. No, I'm not answering your call today. Yes, you're going to have to wait. That's a lot of time. I just weekend, this past week, I made my children mad. But I, I was finally, it was like all of this event, all of this frustration that was inside of me. I was like, I need a vacation. I need a break. I'm tired. I'm burned out. And it realized, I realized that I'm glad I said it because had I not said it, maybe I would have still been feeling that and just like really just kept on going and going until I passed out. So guys, take care of yourself. Stop living in regret. Stop living in resentment. Do what you want to do. And I'm not telling you to choose what, but some Saturdays it's okay to tell your friends and family, no, nah, I ain't doing that today. I'm going to have sex. No, I'm not doing that today. I'm going out to the beach. No, I'm not doing that today. No, I'm not tolerating your bull crazy. I'm not sitting in this house while you and babysitting your babies. It's okay to tell them that because you have to have a life. This life is shorter and shorter every day. The day is going faster and faster. Time waits for no one. So, guys, I want to thank you so much for listening. My name is Tamara Brown. I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Bly Diaries. Bye-bye.